Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. It's Monday. Yeah, Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, the book will be coming out this week. Don't forget to check Amazon for it. April 1st, it's going to be a good one. Uh, today, I figured I wanted to take an in-depth look at something. Something that happened with the Wildwood Motorcycle Rally. And I want you guys to see how the media covered it. And how the cops presented it. And it was actually a big surprise that the uh, promoter of the rally actually went with the side of the freaking city. But hey, it is what it is. Now, I also want to go and put forth the argument that it is actually independents as well as locals that are actually the problem. Not the clubs, like the police would tell you. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, pound rock on, and the uh, second half of the show is going to be over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. As always, if you want to join the YouTube crew, yes, the Insane Throttle Throttle Club, you can by just hitting join. So, this is a subject that hasn't been covered a lot. And... If you notice, I've been going in the cases and stuff like that because I think it deserves a second look. And I really think this deserves a second look. Every major rally, we already know profiling exists. But what you don't know is how the businesses are threatened by the police or gaming boards if they have a gaming license. If they let club members in with a patch. I know there's a case uh, of that kind of going around in Rockford right now. Where the gaming board is threatening businesses. If they let uh, certain clubs in. We're pulling your license. That's how they get around all this nonsense. Hey, we're just going to pull your license. And that shuts the business down right away. Especially here in Illinois. Where these gaming parlors are everywhere. People pay a lot of money for that license, and they're not going to risk it for anybody. And I can't, I can't blame them either. I really can't, uh, even though it sucks, but that's just the way of life. That's how authorities do it. In Sturges, they do the same damn thing with the casinos out there. 
I remember uh, hearing a story uh, a couple years ago how the casinos, the hotels, the lodges, they were threatened with their liquor license permits if they let certain clubs in. What I don't understand, though, and I'm going to bring up some uh, arrest reports from Sturges last year and Wildwood the year before. And what you're going to see is the narrative is nowhere close to what the cops are saying about these clubs. Nowhere close. You'll actually find on the East Coast, it's actual residents of the town that have a lot of these charges. The mayor and city councilman, you're going to see one of the city councilmen on a news report that was done on this subject, talking about the clubs. They're the reason why we're canceling it. There's too many of them coming now. So we got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of this event. Even though it's going to cost millions of dollars in sales revenues, but they got to get rid of it. And you know what? They, Wildwood was built up by this bike rally. And now that it's built up, just like so many other places in this country, something else just takes over now. It's already built up. It's a destination. They got what they want out of bikers. And it's see you later. And I don't think that's fair. But one thing bikers can do is stop giving money to these places. Stop going there. You already know most bikers ain't looked upon that good. Even if you're an independent rub. You know, that's one thing that always uh, makes me laugh. Is the I call them biker apologists. They're the ones that back some of this crap that Leo puts out about clubs. Well, if you didn't want this to happen, you shouldn't have done this. That whole attitude changes when they themselves are pulled over and profiled. Then it's like, oh, oh, wait a second, you know, this is really something that happens. But there are a lot of rallies that don't allow club colors anymore, uh, especially the smaller ones. Uh, and it's a sad state of affairs because a lot of these rallies were built on the backs of clubs. They did all the work building it up, getting all the hype going. Everybody started coming uh, from all over the country, all over the world to these things. And now it's time to shove them off. I always wondered if Leo actually sat down with some of these clubs and said, you know what, how can we work things out here? We don't like this, you don't like that, blah, blah, blah. How can we work this out to where there ain't no tension? But they never do. They're never gonna. You know, that's just the way of life. So, let, you know what? I want to hear this news report real quick. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this. But this is how it was portrayed on September 10th of 2020 by 6ABC Philadelphia. Let's take a look. The beating of a bar owner and uh, let me move it back. There we go. Supposed to be the roar to the shore, but the roar has been silenced this year. 
Oh, funny. Reporter Chad Perdelli explains from Wildwood. After more than two decades of hosting the motorcycle rally, the Roar to the Shore, this year's event is canceled. Not because of the pandemic, but because of the outlaw motorcycle gang, Hagen. Organizers of the Roar to the Shore say the city denied permits to this year's event after the Pagan's motorcycle gang held its national convention event last year. They did a walking parade down Atlantic Avenue as a group. There was a large contingent of, of outlaw bikers that were walking down the street crying out. Pagan That's Pagan. the organizer. And that was just a little bit too much, I think, for the business grasp. What caught our attention was the increase in the number of Pagans. Chad Lackey is the executive director of the New Jersey State Commission of Investigations, which released a report this month detailing a string of violent incidents allegedly connected to the Pagans in recent years, including the beating of a bar owner and landlord in South Jersey. Lackey says the increasing violence is getting more brazen. It's just raw violence, and that just complete and utter disdain for, for law and order is what really is, is troubling. The roar to the shore may be canceled, but authorities say the Pagans are still coming this weekend. We spoke to a few members who arrived outside a local bar. They declined comment on camera. Roy believes their continued presence means the permanent end to the roar to the shore. I think it's pretty much the end of the road. The city seems to be pretty much uh, fixated on that. However, uh, I would hope perhaps uh, full heads will prevail. And the State Commission of Investigations recommends that the Attorney General's office here in New Jersey create a task force to help small communities like Wildwood here investigate pagans. <laughs> investigate the pagans. Okay, what reason would they have to do that? This is all under innuendo that they were causing all these kind of problems. But the numbers, again, don't bear that out. Now, they're claiming that the pagans are nothing but raw violence and they're gonna have a task force set up to for small towns to deal with them again what is the premise of your argument why because they walked down the street and they were real scary and they were yelling stuff as a group I don't think it was the businesses that had a problem with it because, again, they're making millions of dollars during that time. So why would they be the one complaining? It's law enforcement. Playing this simple, it was them that had a problem. But their numbers, again, don't fit the narrative. Let's take a look. Okay, this was September 10th. That was the year before. 27 were busted. Just 27 were busted. And this is in uh, thepatch.com. Wildwood police charged 27 people in connection with the Roar at the Shore motorcycle rally. Charges included robbery, assault, illegal uh, weapon possession, and meth test, uh, distribution. Uh, then the goal of the law enforcement agency involved in the event was to provide safety and security to the public, the rally attendees, and public safety officers. Let's look at some of these charges. Guy named Michael out of Wildwood. It's a local. Contempt of court. He was released. 
Another one in Lower Township, he only had brass knuckles on him. And, you know, everybody goes after brass knuckles. They're illegal everywhere. Uh, but we all have them. Possession of a weapon for unlawful purposes. Being a certain person not to possess a weapon. Uh, weapon. So they got him for brass knuckles. Another guy out of Wildwood. Wildwood, a local. Two counts of robbery, two counts of conspiracy to commit robbery. One out of Chi-Town. Two counts of robbery, two counts of conspiracy to commit robbery. It looks like those two were together. Another local. Two counts of robbery, two counts of conspiracy. They, they must have been working uh, together. They must have been working a freaking uh, scam, a freaking hustle. Because they're just young kids. 18, 20. Again, an 18-year-old. Same charges. Wildwood contempt the court. Uh, then they got a guy for possession of a knife for unlawful purposes. Another possession of a knife. Then a kept, uh, contempt the court charge. Marijuana possession. I don't see anything huge here. I thought that their point for canceling the rally had to do with the pagans being violent. I'm not seeing it here. And this is from the previous year's rally. Masontown, West Virginia, two counts of a handgun possession without a permit. So it could have been a legal gun where he's from. But because he didn't have a permit for it in that state, that's why I think we should get freaking, uh, you know, nationwide law, one law, you know, to let everybody know what they can, you know, have uh, without a permit, hollow point ammunition, a knife, he was taken to jail. Again, I don't see no violence here. Another one, same thing, same, uh, you know, without a permit, handgun possession from West Virginia. Vinland, a knife possession. Pennsylvania, knife possession. Stone Harbor, knife possession. Uh, Wilkesboro, theft of movable property. That was probably a heist on a bike. Uh, the rest of it is like simple assault, uh, two counts of marijuana, blah, blah, blah. Operating a motor vehicle while under... The influence, multiple counts of contempt of court. And that's about it. 27 arrests. That's what they had. And how big is that really? How many people... I, sh I couldn't find that. I didn't get the numbers on that. But we could have seen the percentage... But we going back to how they're laying this all out on one club is the reason why they canceled it. But the arrest didn't say this. The arrest didn't say and back up that they're a violent organization. Now, of course, they brought in that New Jersey crime report. Yeah, uh-huh. The New Jersey Crime Report. We know how one-sided that was. So I don't think you can go and claim that it's their fault. No, I think it's hyper-freaking-partisan-freaking-BS from the mayor. 
and from law enforcement working hand in hand. Again, I cannot see businesses turning away that kind of money. They're in business to make money. And if they've been there a long time, them businesses, they know the pagans show up all the time. And they probably had dealings with the pagans that were good. Had no problems whatsoever with them. But that's what clubs have to deal with at these major rallies. Now, this is one of the first rallies that was being solely blamed on motorcycle clubs or a motorcycle club showing up. It seems like law enforcement has a hard-on for pagans on the East Coast. You know, they had a crime commission. Uh, who goes through that, man? Last time I heard of a, you know, you got the Chicago Crime Commission, but that's for the outfit. But they're doing it for a club now? You know, are they trying to fill their coffers or something with that money that they're going to get from it? Who knows? All I know is it's not cool to put that. That's the kind of information that pits the general public against bikers. Over the weekend, I did a video because I was doing some research on a project I'm working on, a piece, an editorial type of deal. And the number one thing that kept on popping up under a different search that I was trying to do was, are outlaw bikers dangerous? And then you see all the answers, because it usually comes from Reddit or Wikipedia, with all these incidences that clubs were involved in. All pops up. So I decided to do a video on this subject, because I believe it's very important. Usually, you know, I was going to stop dropping videos on Saturdays and just move to another day because it's a slow day on Saturdays. But I figured this information needed to get out there. Especially now that we're getting a broad listener base on the radio station that are not bikers. Maybe they could understand this. That what they're being fed by the Leo isn't true whatsoever. It's all BS. You know, that's why I'm pretty excited about the radio station. Because we do have a reach to a whole different audience than just keeping ourselves biker related. Now everybody knows we're going to do the biker news in the first segment. Then the second segment, we're on the radio. But when they do hear the replays of this show, say on iHeart or something like that, they can hear those videos they can hear the first segment of what bikers have to face. The general public has to start getting informed from other places other than Leo. Because that's the kind of stuff you're always going to hear. That news report, the Pagans Outlaw Motorcycle Gang, the Pagans Outlaw Motorcycle that's all you heard in that. Then you had this old freaking uh, Walter Cronkite wannabe out there in the beginning of the news segment talking about this. 
Even though it happened in New Jersey, that was a Pennsylvania station. Again, it seems like a hard-on big time for the pagans on the East Coast. But when you look at all the search results coming back to that one thing, I was like, damn, they really got these people brainwashed. I never thought it was actually that bad until all the search, you know what, it funnels. Because I got a program that funnels stuff uh, in the HarleyLiberty.com. It pulls feeds from everywhere with a keyword. And that's the one that kept on coming up. I was like, damn, man, we got work to do. We got to start talking about these subjects more often. Now, let's take a look at Sturges. Everybody knows 450,000 some odd people minus, you know, or plus whatever change went to that rally last year. It was that rally that got the freaking newspapers everywhere on us because we were going there because, you know, when COVID was happening, so bikers are dirty people. 450,000 people showed up to that thing. Now, every major club, with the exception of some, are there. You have Angels there, you have Dito's there, the Suns are there, and all the support clubs are there. These are the people that law enforcement and the city say are bad people. Let's see if it bears out, though. $20,000 was seized by authorities over 2020 Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. They seized over 18,663 over the seven-day rally period, mostly due to drug arrests and made uh, traffic stops. That's over four times the money, blah, blah, blah. Seven vehicles were seized for drug uh, possession compared to six vehicles seized last year. People died during the rally and crashes. Only two people last year. Now, let's go over the real numbers here. 450,000 people, right? In Sturges, there were 115 DUI arrests. Rapid City 30, a total of 145, and the previous year was 171. Miscellaneous drug arrests, that's probably pot and all that sh crap. 173, 68, 241 district total, uh, 213 the year before. Now, felony drug uh, arrests, we'll just give the last numbers. 126, 131. Total citations, this can include showing your tits. And people wonder why I don't like the bigger rallies now, them PC pricks. Uh... 1,334. Warnings, 3,576. Huh. Non-injury accidents, 18. So, 50. Injury accidents, 56. Fatal accidents, 4. Fatalities, 5. Those are the numbers. From Daytona. Last year. Or not Daytona, Sturges. If 
but how many thousands of them people are club members? If they're trying to push this narrative that clubs are just so big and bad and violent and they want to rape and pillage, why doesn't the numbers bear that out? One of the reasons why is because people do not do their research. They don't do the research. So they're going to believe every damn thing that the paper has to say and the cops have to say. They're not going to do what I do. And went and see, okay, let's see in Wildwood what happened. Well, there was a lot of locals there, young kids there got busted. Uh, what happened to the violent biker gang they were talking about? If they were violent, weren't shouldn't there have been more arrest? Major incidences? No, there was none of that. But they prey on your ignorance, not to call them out on it. And let's be honest, the general public, if they're not in the motorcycles, they really don't care about bikers. They really don't. All they know is what they hear on the media. Media's telling you this, say it must be true. We all know how that goes. Here's something very interesting. And I haven't got the Daytona numbers yet. I will try to get those. Fox 35 Orlando. Daytona Beach police officer arrested and fired. Accused in stabbing incident. This was March 11th. March 11th, the same place. That they say there's a problem with bikers, but this was a cop. New video shows an off-duty Daytona Beach police officer holding a knife. He's accused of using that knife to stab someone outside a bar. That officer arrested and then fired. Fox 35 Samantha Sosa joins us live. And Sam, tell us more about what we see in this video. Yeah, Charles, this is some really crystal clear, high-quality video, and it also shows the scuffle that happened before the stabbing out here on Flagler Avenue. Now, just not too long ago, I spoke with the stabbing victim's friends. They were here last night, and they're all really worried about their friend. They say he's still in the ICU, in and out of surgeries, but he just opened his eyes for the first time again this evening. If you look closely, you see a man carrying a knife behind his back. New Smyrna Beach police don't look like a legal one. Surveillance video from last night outside Flagler Tavern on Flagler Avenue. Police say this is 50-year-old Shane P. Jackson with a knife, a Daytona Beach police officer who was off-duty fighting with a group of 20-somethings. A scuffle happens before officers say Jackson stabs a 24-year-old man in the stomach. Jackson slowly walks away as security follows him. New Smyrna PD later show up and arrest Jackson, initially charging him with aggravated battery. But a department spokesperson says after police reviewed footage of the fight, they upgraded that charge to attempted premeditated murder. 
Daytona Beach Police Chief Jakari Young says Officer Shane Jackson is now fired. In a statement, he writes, Upon reviewing the evidence made available to me of this incident, I will not tolerate the violent criminal actions I witnessed from any member of this department. Shane Jackson has been terminated from employment with the Daytona Beach Police Department, effective immediately. What led up to all this? According to a police report, Jackson and the stabbing victim first got into a physical fight at Tate & O'Brien's, a bar a few doors down. Witnesses tell police Jackson was unwantedly dancing behind their friend, a 21-year-old woman. Huh. Witnesses say Jackson followed them to the next bar about five minutes later, where the stabbing happened. Interesting. Right there in Daytona. You didn't hear much about that one, did you? No, nah, you wouldn't, because it was a cop. Hitting on a 21-year-old kid. 50-year-old, freaking ugly-ass dude. So, I don't know the numbers in Daytona, but I probably doubt that a motorcycle club member did what this cop did. I might be wrong. Somebody can send me the news articles, the links, if it did. The whole point of this segment, though, is the numbers do not bear any of this out. And maybe it's time for everybody to get behind each other and start calling these cops out point blank. So we're going to go on to the second half. China Dow sitting here right next to me. We're going to go have some fun on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. 24-7 there's rock and roll playing. Man, we got tens of thousands of songs that are playing on that radio station. Uh, Monday through Friday, of course, in the morning is uh, the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem Show. And then at nighttime... I turn into a funny DJ, <laughs> rocking with Hollywood at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll talk to you then, man. Have a good one. For the second part of the show, it's Monday, and I got my lady here, one that can shit like a man, it's China Doll. Oh yeah, man, you walk in that bathroom, you see a skin mark, it's like, damn, she made this? Oh, <laughs> how you doing, China Doll? Oh, really? Oh, man, you shit like a man. As I walk into the bathroom to take a poop, and next thing I know, I see this long-ass skin mark on the toilet. I'm like, poor toilet. And I look at you, and I was like, that little thing made this shit? She could shit like a man. Damn right. Nastiness. Yep. <laughs> How was your weekend? I got a new boat! I know, you got a boat. Yes, went out to uh, Dubuque, Iowa last night, or yesterday, and got me a boat. It is a beauty. 
That was from Big D, man. I really appreciate it, Big D. If you're out there listening into the station right now, you rock on. You know, you know. <laughs> you want to pick on me, huh? Dude, you shit like a man. At least I ain't afraid of bees, you pussy. Oh, dude, I'm the biggest pussy when it comes to bees. I don't know who's worse, you or her son. I'm getting my nails did. Getting my nails did. Saturday morning, getting my nails done, right? Before I have to go see my daughter for her birthday. So I'm coming home. I get a text message. Ma, there's a wasp in the bathroom. And he comes to me. I said, hey, close that fucking door. Let your mother do that shit. I ain't killing that motherfucker. Sting me in the ass. So what does he do? He sprays Glade in the bathroom. Yes, he did. Didn't do nothing. Finds the, finds the wasp and hornet spray. Sprays that in the bathroom. Oh, it pissed that bee off. That bee got so pissed. <laughs> he ran out that door. Here is my big ass And kid. my big ass. He butt ass naked he running out that door. <laughs> he goes, my kid, if he can dress the bees in there with my clothes. <laughs> and he comes out to me in the garage because, you know, I'm messing around. And he says, hey, Dad, there's a bee up there. I said, okay, close the fucking door and let your mom get it. I ain't getting stung. I hate bees. You know, I'm the biggest pussy when it comes to bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you and him both. Mm-hmm. You remember last year we went on that ride to Oregon and they were all over the fucking place? Yep, and I was just sitting there like it was nothing. I'm sitting there running around pissed off, you know. These motherfuckers do it on purpose, these fucking things. They like you. I, I guess. So I, I get home, and they're both in the garage going, My, gotta go get the bee. It's in the bathroom. I close the door. It's pissed. <laughs> it's pissed like pissed. I walk in the bathroom, and I look. I look down, walking right across, and <laughs> right across the tile, walking, literally, is the bee. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I would have walked in there. You know what that damn thing would have said? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was dying. Yep, so it took me a whole two seconds to kill a bee and walk out going, y'all are a bunch of bitches. <laughs> oh, man, when it comes to that, yes. But anyway, I do got to put out there, if you guys are emailing me on that info at insanethrottle.com, you have to do it through Discord. PM me because I get so many uh, emails in there, it's hard to keep up with. And I got people saying, hey, you know, I emailed you and stuff. It's, go through Discord. It's easier for me to handle over there. Uh, it's just, it is. So, uh, man. With, man, so, oh, many, man. with so many different genres you got you got too many emails to keep up with exactly uh we're gonna go in and uh play some winger right now and when we come back we're gonna have some fun uh, ha, ha,
We're already streaming worldwide on WMMRDB. And what's next? Very soon we're going to Mars. Only the best in rock and metal. WMMRDB Rocker. Everybody look at Hollywood. Doing it, doing it, doing it good. Everybody look Alright man, we are back! You know what? Uh, that's 17 song. You know, nowadays you can catch a case on that. I know! <laughs> you know what? I just did on the first segment about a cop down in Daytona. Yeah. And he stabbed uh, a kid. You know, just a kid. You know, we're older, so I think somebody 21 years old is a kid. Right. He was chasing around and bugging a 21-year-old girl before he did this. A cop now. What is it with freaks? You know, we're, we're pushing, what, 48 years old? Yeah. Why in the hell, and he was 50, would you be chasing after a 21-year-old girl? That, that, well, that's a really, daughter's age. Do you really want me to answer yes, that? Yes, I do. Why would an older man be chasing after a young chick? Well. She's like a baby still. Not to some. She over 18. Yeah, she's over 18, but she where's, drinking the th- age. where's the thinking on that? I think it's disgusting. A lot of guys like them young. Well, this is true, but that young? Eh, you'd be surprised can't catch a case with a 21 year old (laughs) so you agree with it i don't agree with it i'm just saying a lot of guys what's your take on it what would be the age bracket the breakdown so if you're 48 years old what is the lowest you should go age wise 30 and why is that i don't know that's just me personally (laughs) it would have to be 30 years old 30 or over yeah but a 21 year old i could well, for for I mean, our daughter just turned twenty four Saturday, so I wouldn't want to date anybody or be you know. I mean, I'll hang out with people, but I wouldn't want to date anybody anywhere near my kid's age. Mm-hmm. It just because it'd be like dating my kid's friend or something. It's just weird. And there you have, and this was a cop. You know, that's the kind of people that are on the force, and what I hate. You know, because people always ask me about Leo, and you know my experiences with them cocksuckers. Mm-hmm. What I hate is, say you walk into court. Okay. And you're just biting a ticket. The judge, 99.9% of the time, is going to side with the event recollection from the cop. Mm-hmm. Now... Everybody thinks cops are honorable and all that shit, right? (laughs) Not all of them. I can pull all kinds of news stories on them. Look what happened with this incident down in Daytona. They're blaming motorcycle clubs for the cancellation of events because they're violent. But the numbers didn't bear this out. But here you got a guy down in Daytona who's tracking a 21-year-old girl and stabs somebody. He already had the knife out, so that is premeditated. Mm-hmm. 
I hope they're going to freaking, he did get fired, but I hope uh, they're really going to stick it to him. Well, he'll probably get a light sentence. And that's the problem. He probably will get a light sentence. Because of the fact he's a cop. So how is that equal justice? You'll have law enforcement banging on clubs all day long. But God forbid they start hushing up when it's one of their own. And you never hear about those in the news either. Like, ever. If you do, it's like a one freaking paragraph deal or two paragraphs. Mm-hmm. But God forbid a club gets into it with each other. God, it's like a week. You'll hear about that all week. You'll hear about it all week and it's the front page freaking news. Yep. You know, I just think it's time to call off the hypocrisy of this. You can, Now, the event I'm talking about is Wildwood. That's where the pagans went. And they said it don't matter that millions of dollars are being brought into that event. But it was canceled because there was too many of them. Now, I always thought that the First Amendment gives you the right to assemble with who you want. That's what I always thought. And that's why another thing that confuses the shit out of me. When somebody's arrested and not even found guilty yet, they're told by a judge that they cannot associate with certain people. How is that not against your First Amendment rights? Well, what gives the judge the right to say who you can and can't hang around with? Well, according, I guess, the law. See, that's the problem I have with a lot of laws that are passed. I hate it to where judges have a D or an R before their name. They're supposed to be non-political. Supposed to be. That is not blind justice. You get your opinion. That's like the Ninth Circus. I call it the Circus Court. They just came out with a ruling that you don't have a right to carry a gun. You don't have a right to carry it into the public square. But the Second Amendment says you have a right to bear arms. Bear means carry. That's in the, even in the Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. So when they come out with this kind of nonsense... That it's this one organization that caused this event to be canceled. And you have the organizer agree, and I don't get that. How can the organizer agree to that when most, and this is a fact, most of these rallies were started by clubs and got bigger from there. Then you got people capitalizing on that. And next thing you know, it's time to push the clubs out of the way. Why push out the ones that started the deal to begin with? This is very true. It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. But we got biker apologists, as I call them, running events for the back to blue bullshit. Oh, you know, you got you know they shouldn't do this or they shouldn't do that. 
Wait a second. When you get your ass profiled, then you can come back and talk that shit. Because you're going to get profiled. I don't care if you're rub or not. But that was East Coast. That was out of Wildwood. The numbers did not add up on that deal. And then you got the deal out in Sturges where the numbers don't add up. And if you put it all together under one umbrella, justice is not blind. And that is what's wrong with this country. It's not going by the Constitution. It's almost like the Constitution doesn't even exist. It doesn't exist at all. You know, that's just like this cancel culture shit. I don't know if you know who Jamie Kennedy is, last call. I think he played in The Hangover. I'm not sure. But he, uh, in this article, he says he doesn't understand why cancel culture is such a powerful force online. The social media phenomenon and why there doesn't seem to be any room for forgiveness or growth. Do you know in Georgia they just passed a law? for elections to make sure that they're secure. They're saying voter ID is racist. Where you gotta go, you present your ID to vote. They say it's racist. Of course, everything to the loony left is racist. So what you're saying is that blacks and Hispanics are too fucking stupid to go get an ID is what they're saying. <laughs> Am I right or wrong on that one? Is that what they're saying? Sounds like it. They're saying minority voters are too stupid to go get an ID. Even though that you got to present an ID to get on an airplane? To buy beer! Well, <laughs> shit, buy cigarettes To now. buy cigarettes. Card everybody daily. So, now there's a boycott effort in Georgia. You know, when they get their pants on fire... They always want to boycott shit. What people don't understand about that is it's organized. Meaning you got the George Soros fucks that are putting millions of dollars behind that. They actually hire protesters. If you go on Craigslist, you can be hired as a protester for $15 an hour. Hey, that sounds like an interesting job. $15 an hour to go out there act a fool. Can you just get the $15 an hour for going out there and standing around looking stupid? Now, you know Pepe Le Pew was canceled, right? Yeah. He said it the best here. It's a dice, And again, this is from Jamie Kennedy. He's a comedian. It's a dicey time. I mean, let's take a recent example, Pepe Le Pew. I mean, if we put a magnifying glass to everything in history, I will assure you, with the new guard, you can almost cancel everything. Does a cartoon have real-world implications? Yes, if enough people consume it, they believe that it's a law. But the question is, do you believe a skunk can talk? <laughs> and do you believe a skunk buys flowers <laughs> for a cat? Some people might. <laughs> do you have enough common sense to understand... That you're not going to take your love and your sex lessons from a cartoon skunk. 
I don't know. He's pretty suave. <laughs> Just <laughs> he is. <laughs> but that's what we're getting. And I think with the cancel culture, how does that apply to what's going on with clubs? I think that Leo is using the media as a propaganda mouthpiece. And we as bikers have not fought back against that. And I really think it's time because I've been doing case stuff lately. You know, I try to get the biker news in there as much as I can, but I think this is more important work is to talk about cases. About, that's just like Freddie's, you know, I went out there, I got his side of the story, now I was sent a book on the whole case. And I'm reading that book, and I give that book report. But he was a 60 freaking, uh, 60s hippie, blamed for the organized murder of a DJ. And you can see the whole case fell apart, but... Because he was a pagan, they actually brought his membership and put the pagans on trial. So, of course, any jury that watches this kind of shit on the news is going to convict. Oh, my God. He's guilty because he's a biker. Yes. He's guilty. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) I mean, that's what they'd be thinking. Right. I just think it's not fair. I really don't. That's because everybody has such a bad, bad image of biker and biker clubs and whatnot. Because they never hear the positives. It's all about the negatives. Mm-hmm. Every media. Do you ever hear anything in the media that's positive about a biker club? Do you? Do you? Hardly ever. Does anybody? Because I know I don't. Once in a blue moon, uh-huh. you'll hear something about, what is it, Baca? Yeah, Baca. Once in a blue moon. But you never hear what good the major clubs do. Never. No. You never hear about... I mean, you don't even hear about, like, Toys for Tots. Well, you bring up Toys for Tots. The first thing the cops are going to say is they use that to try to hide criminal activity. (laughs) They won't even give them credit for that. For all the toys and all the stuff that get donated from bike clubs. Because it don't fit their narrative. I don't know. I think the biker world can like donate and give ten times more than any cops could for toys for tots. And I believe they do. I believe they do too. They raise millions of dollars each year for good causes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Toys for Tots was just the first thing that popped to mind, but there's many others, like breast cancer awareness and like all that. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. But because one or two assholes go out there and do something stupid, it's on the club's fault. Which is ignorant. And then they use that to get a designation on that club. What does that do? What that does is every time the cops go each year to their cities... They go for a budget. And if there's a club, a scary club like the Pagans, they get more money. Oh, we can hire more people. We can get all the fancy equipment. That's why they do it. It doesn't mention that 
these club members have regular lives. Hell, most club members can't even afford their fucking dues. But they're gangsters. They can't afford that $100 a month. Well, there's a lot of them living paycheck to paycheck. Just like anybody else. Just like the norm. I mean, it's not like they're rich. Mm-hmm. Sure, you've got a few in there that have good money, but not everybody. I mean, they all live day by day every day and count and change for that pack of cigarettes, count and change for that gas. I see it all the time. Oh, we're going to talk about gas in a minute. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in a minute. But it's like, I don't know why why these media people and whatnot, why anybody thinks that, you know, bikers are so well off. Well, one thing that uh, pisses me off about the media is even if the clubs won't talk to them, at least do your research on the subject. Now, if they would have researched this deal in Wildwood with the Pagans, they would have seen that only 27 arrests were made at that rally of thousands of people that come. What is that, like 0.1 or 0.001%? And they would have seen it was mostly locals that did the crimes, not the clubs. But because the mayor got a freaking bug up his ass, they canceled it. And you know what the favorite thing now is to say against club? What's that? You're racist. You're a bunch of white supremacists. Even though some of these clubs have opened up to blacks and all that stuff. There, aren't there, but you're racist. Aren't there clubs out there that are for blacks? You have the different deals, but when they specifically talk about cl- the one club, well, they're a racist club. How? Because they're white boys. So? But that's how they portray them in the media. See, but white supremacy not- is the new thing. That's how they try to cancel everybody. It's just pure ignorance. Just pure ignorance. Sad state of affairs, Mr. Mister Hollywood. It is a sad state of fucking affairs. It's very much so. Oh, my God. This is why I don't watch the news. Well, it's kind of depressing. But, you know, when I was talking to BD this morning, I was like, you know what? We're doing biker news and stuff, but we got to get more in-depth into cases. We got to tell the people, okay, the case that you've seen us cover, here is how it's working out right now through the court system. That's what we need to do, is give more perspective on how it's going in court. There's going to be one case that I cover probably tomorrow that has to deal with a fucking judge on the East Coast, whose husband was a lieutenant that entered on a raid into a clubhouse. And now she is overseeing the trial of a member of that club. How the fuck don't you have any conflict of interest? I was going to say, isn't that a complete conflict of interest because of the fact that her husband was one of the ones that basically, would they consider that a raid? He was now they got a preconception of this club, 
And you know, and I don't care who says a judge don't talk about their uh, work or their cases, dude's boning her. You really think she ain't going to tell him what's going on? Or vice versa. She or him feed her bullshit about this club? Uh, yeah, like, should have seen what it was like in there. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. You're damn right. You know it. And I'm going to go over some stuff with some law firms on what you're supposed to do to recuse yourself. And why? Because there's two reasons. And she fits dead on into the one reason. Conflict of interest. She already knows too much. And why is she fighting to be on this case? It went to the state Supreme Court. Why is she fighting so hard to be on that case? Because you know if he's going to be found guilty... She is going to throw the fucking book at him. She's not going to accept any deals. She is going to throw the book at him. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. Got to make herself look good to her man. That's not fair. This is not fair in this country. No, it's not. She should totally recuse herself and just leave it alone. Let another judge take the case. So that's what I'll be covering tomorrow. But then you gotta worry on how much information she could give to the new judge. Well, it's a whole clusterfuck situation. But that's a case of uh, Hell's Angel out in Rhode Island that I will be covering tomorrow. So make sure you guys tune in for the first segment at 8 o'clock over on YouTube. We're gonna hit some Slipknot real quick.
yesterday's hits. Dance in my car, non-stop music. You know what my favorite fantasy is? I love two hard cocks. I like to have one fucking me and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me. And today I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over and they're gonna be eating my pussy and I'm gonna be sucking them off. Mmm, I can hardly wait. They should be here any minute. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. WMMRTB Rockford, where you can always get your freak on. I know you freaks out there, man. That's for you. I know it. You love seeing that head bobbing, man. Morbick was dancing. That was kind of cool. <laughs> Getting his groove on. I'm telling you, man. Getting that groove on. There's nothing better than seeing a woman's back of her head. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love watching yours, man. You know, didn't you say like you you girls feel like your you know the eyes are burning through the back of your head? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't like looking up. Because then all we see is. You're staring right at us, but, you know, it's a little weird. It's a little weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's like alligator thing kind of going on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you hear this new thing? And this is really going to affect truck drivers and independent truck drivers. And it's going to affect our pocketbook. Uh, this, I can't even say because i got to be politically correct. Uh the transportation secretary, you know, Buttigieg, judge, he is floating taxing drivers by the mile. They want you to pay by the mile that you drive a tax. What the hell? It's not enough that we already pay all kinds of taxes at the gas pump. Now they want to tax us per mile. And that is so possible because, you know, what's really weird now that you bring that up. When the guys come in, I mean, we don't have diesel at ours, but we do have companies that get gas for their vans and, you know, stuff like that. And when they use their company card, they have to enter the odometer. Well, you also know about that insurance deal where safer miles and shit. Mm -hmm. They can actually track your speed, your driving habits and all that. All they have to do is put one of them fucking boxes in your car. Well, not just that, but these these ones that use their company cards, when you enter your odometer, and they have to enter their driver's ID and whatnot, but they enter the odometer, so every time they use the company card, they're entering the odometer, which means they're going to know how many miles they're driving in between Phillips. Take Dark Soul, for example. He drives. Yeah. Well, take my little brother. He drives. Yeah. You imagine what's going to be put on them as a company? They're already pushing these autonomous vehicles. They already got one from Tesla where it can drive itself. All you have to do is put somebody behind uh, the wheel in the cab and just read a newspaper where they drive their deal, themselves. And they're pushing electric so hardcore... That they're going to double tax people that drive gas vehicles. Is it me or is it the loony left just wants to destroy everything? Uh, 
They like to destroy it. It hasn't even been 60 or 90 days, whatever the hell it is, because I don't want to pay attention to that freaking idiot. (laughs) And they're already trying to tax us out of existence. What is it with them that they always got to tax? Greg brought this up. I was talking to Greg, you know, about boat trailers and stuff like that. In Illinois, it used to cost $18 to register a trailer, like my freaking snowmobile trailer sitting out there. Yeah. $18 $18 is all it cost. They raised it to a, another 100 bucks, so it's 118 bucks to register a stupid-ass trailer now. Well, I mean, look at how high the registration for vehicles went. Yeah, we're up to, what, 250 now? Well, for my car, I think it was 151 151 Yeah. That's to renew, but to get it that's, titled and Yeah, plated. that's just to renew. It's over 200 and something dollars. Yes. It's like they want to tax us out of existence. What the hell am I going to do? You know I ain't going to pay for freaking plates now. I'm just going to drive the motherfucker. Hey, it's from Wisconsin. I don't need plates. Hey, you know know what I'd like to know? This This is something I'd like to know. Aren't there states out there that don't have to renew their plates? I don't know about that. All I know is if you're... Like if you go in, you initially get it plated and, you know... You know, I know some do plate, that with driver's license where you know, they last tagged. like 10 years or some shit. But yeah. if you're from Wisconsin, you Wisconsin don't need plates. so cheap. You don't need plates. So, hey, I'm from Wisconsin, motherfucker. I don't need those plates. Hey, maybe that's why that truck we saw on freaking Saturday that Corey and I saw, we saw a pickup truck with the cab, mm. like how you have the cab, and dude put his boat through the back window. Of the cab? Well, Donna just said they pay yearly there. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's why this guy didn't have a trailer. Well, he's He's, out of Wisconsin. He stuck his boat in the rear of his truck. But us paying per mile for gas? It's crazy. That's insanity. Isn't that an evasion of privacy? Man, why do they need to know how how far we drive and stuff? Who cares? They're saying that paying taxes at the gas pump is outdated. Have you seen the fucking gas prices right now? And what a lot of people don't understand is the gas itself isn't that high. It's all taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I worry about the truck drivers, because what's going to happen is, it's going to be so high, they're going to have to get rid of trucks, not add trucks, which, if you add trucks, you add jobs. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of, lot, of, lot of tough times for those that are driving trucks, because there's going to be less jobs opening. Mm-hmm. How you guys doing over in Ireland? How you guys doing in Norway? We got Russia in here thick. Uh, you guys use a translating service for me? Because you guys are thick in this motherfucker. Uh, South Africa, all you guys, uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in to the second part of the show. Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem with uh, Hollywood and China Dial on the second half. Uh, beautiful stuff, man. I think we really enjoy this uh, stuff. Don't forget to get some of our support wear as well. Mm-hmm. But you guys better get on the phone with your congressman, man. 
uh, because these motherfuckers are fucking us, man, <laughs> big time. It's like, damn. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, you know, I was sitting there thinking, and I might cover some of this later on on Rockin' with Hollywood tonight. After I walked in the bathroom and you took a manly shit, <laughs> I walked out and I was like, you know what, I've had a couple people, you know, because they come to me for some womenly advice and stuff, had a couple people ask me, well, what should I talk to my new girlfriend about? I was like, why the fuck you come to Hollywood, man? You're going to be broke up and shit by the time you're done if you use my moves. <laughs> you talk the way I do, you're not going gonna to be over there pulling your pecker. Like it owes you money. Because <laughs> that bitch is going to be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? <laughs> You're right. She's going to be, fuck you. She's going to be gone. You know, so then I was thinking about, okay, what are things that men shouldn't talk to their new girlfriends about? Because, again, you use Hollywood's advice. You're fucked. And I was checking around, checking around, and I was thinking and thinking, which is dangerous for me. Yeah, you shouldn't think so much. You know, some of the things I can suggest is don't talk about their sexual past. Because that pisses off a woman, am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, 100%. What is it with you guys that you don't want to hear about your sexual past? Oh, we don't want you to know how many people we've been with, because we know you're going to have twice as many is it because men get away with it and you guys are looked on as whores yes y'all look like pimps we look like sluts <laughs> <laughs> so wrong it is kind of freaking hypocrisy but uh you know it's okay for a guy to have 20 sex partners but when a girl has 20 sex partners it's so frowned upon mm-hmm and another thing... We're just trying it out before we commit. That's all it is. Is couple activities that you guys don't want to participate in together. Say, exercise and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, well, there's specific activities that yeah, I won't do with you. There's a lot of shit I won't do with you. Like when you were going to the gym, you want to go? Hell no. Hell no, man. You wouldn't even... You know what? I bought you a brand new mountain bike. I rode it four times. Four times. Four times. Because I love mountain biking. Yeah. Four times. You wouldn't do it. Four times. That. But that's one of the things couples wouldn't do. Like you, I won't go to a bar with you because I get stupid in a bar. Yeah, I won't even invite you. <laughs> no, you, you don't invite me. You say, I, I, go I just, fuck yourself. I just look at you and go, I'm going on the next block. I'm going to the bar. See you later. Exactly. You're, you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's safer that way. Because then, you know, I mean, it's boring for me sometimes, but... Am I right on about some of this stuff so far? Yeah, definitely. Mm, don't ever... You know what? I don't like people that's under freaking 30 years old listening to me because I give them bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> I give them real bad habits, man. I don't want to do that to them. Uh, but comparing... You know, another thing I came up was comparing them to other women oh, that you've been with. Y'all do that all the time. That pisses them off. Mm-hmm. My ex did this. I don't give a shit what your fucking ex did, because I'll do it better. Or yeah. do it, uh, I won't do it at all. Or you ain't getting any now. <laughs> you keep talking about how much your ex sucked your dick? I ain't sucking your dick. 
I don't do that. Mm. What would what advice would you tell a new one that you know? Don't ever compare your woman to an ex, whether it's an ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, whatever. Don't ever compare. Mm-hmm. Because they're two totally different people. What made you uncomfortable when we first started dating? What didn't you want me to talk about? What didn't I want you to talk about? I didn't want to hear about your sexcapades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't have many back then, so there wasn't much for me to talk about as far as that was. And, um... I didn't want to hear anything about uh, what you were doing when you were out when I wasn't with you. I, don't, I didn't want to but hear But some about women it. want to hear about that. Where'd you do? Where'd you go? Who was there? <laughs> because of the jealousy aspect. Yeah, I didn't want to know. Is a lot of these things that women don't want to hear have to do with jealousy? Or, you know, how do you start a perfect relationship is where I'm trying to get at. A lot of it is built on jealousy. Because you always say communication's everything. Yeah, it's the key. But there's some stuff that you don't talk about. Yeah. But when is the right time to start talking about that stuff? When, like, if it's a guy wanting to know stuff about the girl, the girl's going to tell you when she's ready to tell you. Mm-hmm. You can't force them to tell you anything. Why is that right, anyway? Well, I mean, there's stuff I don't want to know about you. Yeah, but how is that right, that you don't want us to know about certain things and it has to happen on your own? On our own terms? Yes. Because when we got to feel comfortable in the relationship before we start talking about that kind of stuff. It's not something you would talk about usually within the first three to six months. And is that something that turns away a woman? Yeah. Say, you know, what? when do women finally make up their mind that this is where they want to be, this is what they want to do, they want a long-term relationship, when is the right time to bring this information up? Because I feel important, I think it's false advertising and shit, that you get married and next thing you know, you find all this bullshit out. <laughs> Usually a lot of that comes out before that. But when's a good time? Technically, there's never a good time. It just happens. You can't really pinpoint a specific time on when people are going to feel comfortable enough to talk about specific things mm -hmm. because every relationship is different. It's all about a trust issue. You got to build that trust before you can open, oh, be more open with the person that you're with. To be more open. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because a lot of women, okay, I know you've got well, not as many guys, but I'm sure it happens. A lot of women have trust issues. I know I do. Is it all women, or what? Did you guys get hurt in the past where somebody cheated on you? Yeah, what? a lot of it has to do with that. And it's not all women. I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that'll start telling you their whole life story on the first date. You know, but it's like everybody has, you know, their own skeletons in their closet that they don't want to reveal till they feel comfortable enough with that person in order to reveal them. Mm-hmm. And I'd say 90% of the time, if this is the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life, it'll definitely come out before y'all get married. But then it makes it more of an awkward situation. No, because I think the fear, the fear for the women's side is they don't want to be looked at differently when they do tell you. 
What is? Why well, you want me to expand on that? Yes. <laughs> they don't want. They don't want to be looked at different. How like, are you like, trying to learn? Like, like you know, if I was to you know tell you, okay, my past consists of a bunch of cheating boyfriends. Okay, dude, I know you weren't no angel. Dude, I was the whore, man. Yeah, I know, cause I didn't know, but you were married when we were together. <laughs> That's something I didn't need to bring up right away. No, I was the other woman. <laughs> I had no idea. You're the headmistress. Yeah, but I mean, it's like that didn't come up in conversation until you said, "Oh yeah, by the way." Oh no, because there's a sheriff at the door handing us in all divorce papers. Oh yeah, didn't I tell you I'm married and have two kids? No, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> you know, there's situations people don't want to know. I don't like to sit there and talk about all the cheating exes I had. You know, you got lucky and heard about one, like, within the first 30 days of being with me. But the norm, people don't want to talk about that in the in the right. short time period. They, they want to be secretive. They want to have their secrets. Okay, man, you good. That's a good way to end the show. I think I'm gonna expand on that uh, later on uh, tonight. You know, get my personal more views on this stuff. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. I'm gonna turn you over to Auto DJ. See you later. Bye.